Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You can tell our friends and they can have my things when we're dead. Welcome to the Boys Cast, the first podcast exclusively for the boys with Ryan Long. Now, it is official. The Boys Cast is going to be moving to its own YouTube channel. Please subscribe right now. Next episode will be streaming. This will be the last one at youtube.com slash Ryan Long Comedy. And now we will have the Boys Cast channel. And there's a Clips channel too that is cooking. Both of those, you can see them on the side of my channel as well as right here. I've been having a ton of fun in my personal life <laughs> by photoshopping different girls into OnlyFans advertisements. Now that's been, it's a, it's a ball. I recommend everyone does it. Photoshop is, I, 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 I hate the fact that I waited till this long in my life to get good at Photoshop. I was doing everything in my editing programs, but this is what I've been doing. You know, there was this one chick in Toronto and she has an OnlyFans and all my friends in the chat group were like, this is crazy, she's an OnlyFans. I was messaging my buddy, she's kind of fat. I'm like, his daughter's birthday present's gonna be a little late this year because all of his money is gonna be going to this. And I go, yeah, it's actually pretty crazy. You would be surprised at how many girls are doing that. And I just picked the most, like this one girl, it's like 400 pounds. I just put OnlyFans, like Thanksgiving or <laughs> Labor Day discount. And then they're like, well, are you crazy? That's insane. And, and all my friends are like believing it. And then I photoshopped this one girl, she wears a jab and talked about being Muslim on stage. I know, I know it's crazy. I would have never expected it. And he goes, isn't that against her religion? <laughs> and I go, yeah, I know. But I guess she's so into feminism that she just thinks it's okay to do it anyway. It's like empowering, but she keeps the hat on when she's doing it, her hijab. So I recommend you do that. You can Photoshop your buddy's girlfriend, just put an OnlyFans sign and send it to him. Be like, dude, have you seen this? <laughs> you can have a lot of fun with the Photoshop. The new Joe Biden commercial. I don't know if you got. So I was. I got a haircut, and they had the MTV Awards on there, and they played the new Joe Biden commercial. You guys have to th see this. Look it up. It basically goes. It's it's like a rap song, and they they just cut to like all this black shit, and it's like no justice, no peace. Vote Biden. Vote Biden. <laughs> They're really trying to make it cool. The guy. I mean, the guy's ninety five years old. There's like, you know, it's like kids skipping in the hood. Joe Biden's teaching people how to Dougie. He, he's one step away from just wearing a do-rag in his own ads and being like, yeah, yeah, that's I'm that dude. I got a FUBU tracksuit on and a do-rag. 
I would love if he just leaned all the way into it. Like, he just divorced his wife. My my first lady is going to be a 500-pound black woman. Just fuck it. Full black everything. All these motherfuckers in the White House don't want to vote for Biden. Just go full out. All in. And Trump ads are just literally him retweeting stuff that people on 4chan made. <laughs> just a, a, a picture of Joe Biden's face superimposed over a shampoo bottle while he fucks it with his full erect dick in the shower. Basically, uh, Biden's... Biden's attack ads and Trump's real ads are fairly similar. Biden's like, hey, why don't we make an ad of us, of Trump uh, punting in a, a child immigrant over a border wall with a soccer cleat? And you're like, actually, Trump kind of just retweeted that that someone made about him. So I, I don't know if that's totally going to work. Highly recommend you check out this ad. It's, it is the it is equivalent of like Steve Martin, you know, in Queen Latifah, where he's like basically every movie in the 90s where a white guy comically dated a big black chick and did all this stuff. He shows up, he's got all the chains on, he's trying to rap, he's low riding his pants to try to fit in. That's what they're doing non-ironically. Joe Biden is literally, and, and there was no point in tell Obama, if you look back, at no point was he's like, yeah, yeah, the, I'm the urban candidate. He did a reverse Vanilla Ice, where he went, where Vanilla Ice went from rapper to now I'm like a dirt bike, white trash piece of garbage. And Joe Biden's like, yeah, I've been a nerdy politician my whole life, a bureaucrat, if you will. And now look at me. I have a grill. Are you impressed? Vote for me. I promise grills for all. That's my policy. Now this episode, what I want to talk about is a viral tweet storm that happened. There was this mother, and someone sent me this, and everyone's retweeting it, and everyone's posting it like, got him, and it's maybe the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. So this mother basically says that she realized that white boys are getting radicalized on the internet, and, and then she has the reason why, and essentially she knows how to combat it, and she's like, they need to get not be in this propaganda, and there's so many funny parts about it when it's like, I've said this before, but there's this, there's such an element of all of this stuff and all of the culture war and everything that just boils down to these people can't admit that they're not cool anymore. They want to go and tell everyone what to do, but they want to be cool about it. It's kind of like when religious people, you know, I've said this before, but when the religious guys go, I know someone cool and his name is Jesus Christ. How about that? And there's this other thing where they go, don't say this word. Hey, you're not supposed to do this. And you go, oh my God, this person's a nerd. They want to tell everyone what to do. And they go, no, I'm not a nerd. You're a nerd. It's actually, it's actually cool to tell people what to do. Oh, you know what's cool is fighting oppression. And you go, listen, I understand you want to be this person that's telling everyone what to do. But you also think you're like, no, 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 no. We're cool. And that's a big problem of this. There's this generation of millennial mothers and generation of people that refuse to admit that they've grown up you're not 19 anymore and you're not on the pulse and they and and so they see all this stuff and they interpret it as like ah oh, kids they're radical and it's like no you're just not young anymore so this is how it starts do you have teenage sons listen up did you breed a monster did you breed the future of patriarchy the future of oppression in America? Did that spit out of your vagina and you're ashamed of it? You should be. But more importantly, I've been watching my boys' online behavior. 
That'd be fun. Just cruising the internet with your mom over your shoulder. And notice that social media sites are actively laying the groundwork in white teens to turn them into alt-right white supremacists. This is a big thing. She's By the way, she's saying this right now. So even if you were to be like into her formula, you'd be like, yeah, I mean, that was probably more of a five, five years ago thing when a lot of people were getting into this. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> There is an entire sector of people online that are part of a cult and they want you to think that you're part of a cult. They're fully indoctrinated. They go, here's the hierarchy of race. Here's the hierarchy of gender. Here's the hierarchy of victimization in every sort of way. And then they go, you're in a cult and you're like, here's 20 tenants that you believe and you live your entire life by it. And now your son doesn't like that stuff because he's dorky. And you're like, this guy's in a cult. No, he doesn't. You're in a cult. And he's trying to avoid being in the cult. And not to mention, you go, it's part of the alt-right. It's like someone like this has changed their opinions to believe that everything that they don't like is part of the alt-right. She's probably talking about Ben Shapiro and Steve, you know what I mean? This kid's probably like watching Steven Crowder change my mind or something like that. And she's like, this guy is becoming a white supremacist. Are you a woke mom whose kids are normal? That should be like kind of more the thing is like, hey, do you just have normal teenage kids that like aren't into not nonsense shit that you're trying to shove down their face that they should be feeling guilty 24 seven and they like laughing on the Internet? Well, we got the remedy to get them with the program. We're going to what we're going to do is we're going to tape their eyeballs open and they're going to watch Lily sing 24 seven to get them on the right side of history. And there's just something so funny about moms telling their kids that are into like kind of uh, aggressive stuff on the internet that not realizing that like, nah, they just fucking like this stuff because you hate it. You know what I mean? And a big part of the equation is you. A lot of these people don't realize the extent to which them loving something and your mom being like, hey, guess what? I have a new thing to tell you about, you know, why boys are bad and what you need to change. And they go, yo, fuck that. What is my mom's least favorite things? You're the mom telling your kids that listening to Marilyn Manson is worshiping the devil. And that's the exact same thing that happened. All these churches would go, this kid, you know, he's listening to the devil Look at all these devil signs. The same way that you're combing through, you know, these people on the internet and you go, oh, look, they're trying to turn him into a white supremacist. He's trying to turn him into this. That was them. They're like, did your kids do the devil horns? The amount that you could put together videos of the exact correlations, warning signs that your kid is becoming a Satan worshiper, warning signs that your kid is becoming a member of the alt-right. Just a mom who has no context of culture whatsoever. She's watching, you know, The Daily Show, and that's her entire, you know, she still thinks that's cool. You know what I mean? She watches Trevor Noah, and she goes, I'm a a cool hip mom. I'm a cool hip mom. I watch The Daily Show. I'm into feminism like the kids. And you go, unfortunately, that's not what's going on right now. Your kid just sounds like he's not a pussy. He's not going to imagine your mom, you and your mom go to like, you know, the feminist march together. And you're like, my son's a good boy. He's a good boy. He writes essays about why women are better than men. He's a good boy. Yeah, that would not be that would not be someone that I'd like to be friends with. You're the mom that wants his kid to wear a helmet while skateboarding. You don't want him to hear the wrong words because he might become part of the devil. They've made a lot of stuff uncool in the last little while. And 
this is obviously a feminine movement. That's why the world needs the Boy Scouts. Boys, 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 boys. But I was talking about this the other day. But there's, I, I saw there was these mothers, and it was an article, and they made these vagina cookies, and it was a big empowering story. It was like these, they made these vagina cookies. It was like women taking it back, which is always just so funny because out of the gate, you're like, you know, I, I would love to show up with like I made these dick cookies for for men's rights. It's a throbbing, pulsing penis. And then we're selling them. And I'd love to see BuzzFeed cover that. I mean, maybe they'd cover it for like gay pride. They'd be like, oh, gay rights. Look it. Here's a here's a dong and a mouth. But like just for men, for MGTOW, <laughs> you know, the same reason why they say that uh, they're, you know, they're not going to shave their armpits for feminism the way that I want to say that I'm going to not wipe my ass. I'm not going to wipe. I'm going to stop wiping my ass for men's rights. I think that the men's suicide rate's too high. So I got, so I literally have a crusty asshole until we figure out something to do about these bodies. And when I watch these vagina cookies, I go, that might be something that's kind of, if you were a kid and you were like in high school and they had a bake sale and you go, yo, let's make vagina cookies. And then you show up and you're like, what do you mean? I'm just trying to. I'm trying to support. And the teacher has to be like, I know I don't like this, but they're, they're doing an empowerment. And you're like, yeah, you're just making that shit lame. You're just making vaginas lame. That's why the new counterculture is sucking dick. Who's with me? The system is purposely created to disillusioned white boys away from progressive liberal policies. Don't you think it's possible, mom, that you being a mother Shoving stuff down your kid's face is possibly part of the equation for why people don't like this shit. You know, there's so many people that they don't even care about Trump. They don't care about Biden. They just hate you. The famous saying that like a lot of people have said, and I think the South Park guys even quoted this. It was like, you know, I hate conservatives, but I really fucking hate liberals. And it's kind of like, who's more annoying at the time? Do I see religious people yelling at me and telling me what to do? I don't really see it. I also live in New York City, but that's not something that I've seen. So you go, there's a system online. It's like like it's this choreographed conspiratorial effort. It's like if there is a choreographed conspiratorial effort, it's these huge tech companies. It's billionaires funding, you know, these activist organizations. That's specifically created. But like when you look at what like Pepe was or all of these kind of like meme cultures on the Internet, a lot of that was driven by like 16 year olds of all different races. People in China loved that stuff. So this idea that this is set up, it's designed. It's like, no, you guys have been saying a lot of stuff that annoys people. And you've been, the mothers have mothered everyone into oblivion where people go, ugh, and your kid doesn't like this. And you go, it's designed. They're all in it together. All these 14-year-old kids that are that are putting posting memes. It's part of a, they're all working for the right-wing George Soros equivalent. I don't think that's what's happening, mom. When you cast an entire group of people because they don't get with the program onto the bad side, guess what? That side got funner. It's not very fun to hang out with a group of people that's scolding you 24-7. 
There's also such an inability to realize that some people just might be right wing. <laughs> the same as the same way they can't realize that some people might just try to be have fun. It's like there is, you know, half of the country is that way and half the country is the other way. And you go, they're all brainwashed. And I do think that if people get that people get like hardcore into like some religious cult or whatever, that's brainwashed. Or if some people get into the woke cult, like they're brainwashed. But like if I have a friend that's like some super left wing guy and he just thinks like that, it's like that do doesn't mean he's brainwashed like it just means that maybe that's what like naturally aligned with his sensibilities of who he is as a person you can't take anyone at face value can you mom the lack of understanding and like empathy to understand that their people aren't always you always just makes me laugh right now it's just like when people you know people criticize and they go this is right you're wrong and you go yeah dude i know what you think you don't understand what i think Kind of reminds me of something that just happened recently. So a friend of mine, comic, probably more left wing, like, you know, or, you know, uh, if anything, doesn't have the craziest uh, belief structure on any of it. And he made this video making fun of Joe Biden and a 55 year old comedian chick from Toronto messaged him. And she goes, hey, just so you know, I think you should take that down because it's because it's going to hurt Joe Biden's chances of winning. And you go, who gives a shit? First of all, you don't live in that country. Second of all, I'm not part of the administration. I made this video because I thought it was funny. I did, and you go, oh, uh, this is might get, might get, like as if he didn't realize that. As you go, oh, oh, fuck, I didn't even think of that. Holy shit, I'm so sorry. Like, no, did it ever occur to you that some people could not give less of a fuck if Joe Biden wins, even if they aren't Trump people? Like, oh my God, I am so sorry. I'm gonna take this down immediately. Thank you, thank you for pointing that out to me like she's some hero this person's a nightmare by the way danny did his free speech show once danny bullshuck and then she she commented 80 comments on it yelling at him and then he woke up and they were gone and he just had 80 notifications from a 50 year old woman that was 55 year old woman that's up at four in the morning yelling at his wall because he's free speech and then he goes and she goes well if, if that's what free speech means then i guess i am against free speech and he was like yeah, you you are. And I was like, you're just realizing that? She's like, I'm, I think people should be able to say whatever they want, except for this and this and this and this and this. You're like, yeah, so you don't. The fact that this guy's comedy, it needs to make sure that it's not harming Joe Biden's campaign. Like he's the press secretary for the Biden administration. You stupid idiot. <laughs> First, the boys are inundated with memes with subtly racist, sexist, homophobic, and anti-Semitic jokes. Or in my case, not subtly sexist. <laughs> Maybe some people are just actually making the jokes without hiding behind the fact that they're on your team. Mom has noticed that the comedy that the kids listening to aren't meeting her standards of safeness. And she's got a big problem with this. And most kids don't see the nuance, and then they repeat and share. Yeah, now do rap. Now do movies. Now do video games. How about that? How do you argue that you are different from a mom that was saying rap's a problem because they're talking about killing people? We're going to kill people and be drug dealers. And then you would be perfectly fine with that. I'm sure this mom has a favorite rapper because that's safe now. She goes but memes are influencing the kids badly. So why isn't a rapper telling them to be drug dealers influencing them badly? The fact of the matter is, is that yeah, 
Teenagers like stuff that's not safe. And the fact that you are like, I think this, I think these memes might be influencing them in a negative way. Yeah, that's why they like it, dingbat. Then they are called, then when they are called out for these jokes, phrases, memes by their parents, teachers, or females at school and online, you know, the boys feel shame and embarrassment, and that leads people to their worst decisions. It sounds like she's almost getting it. That you calling people out are part of the equation. Like, you're almost going to get it, the fact that that when you tell people... Because, yeah, that's what makes people less sexist, is scolding them and yelling at them. That's how you actually make someone less racist, when you ruin their life. Take their job away. Actually, expel them from society. And then that's when they usually have the epiphany of, like, oh, racism's bad. That's usually how it works, from from what I've from what I've seen. That's generally how men work is they love being in a corner like a rat they love being pushed painted into a corner by everyone in their life they love when their girlfriend does it they love when their parents do it that's just men's human nature so she's almost getting that but i have a feeling it's gonna take a turn yeah the bottom line is no one wants advice from anyone you know when your friend has you anyone who's had friends that ask them their advice on girls like hey I think I should break up with this girl and you go yeah you should or, or would you give your advice for real I, I don't know what I would say in this scenario we'd have to we'd have to we'd you know I'd say show me the nudes first okay yeah that's fine I'm gonna I'm gonna need to see the behind too do you have any butt photos but no one ever takes anyone's advice the bottom line is people ask for advice. And if your advice aligns with what they were already going to do, then it may be, at the very most, that advice will, it might uh, give them confidence in to do it and they were already kind of planning on it. But if it doesn't, they're not. People come all the time to me of like, hey, how do I like, you know, I want to start doing this or I want to start doing this. And you give them exact route and they go, yeah, it doesn't sound like something I want to do. No one wants your advice. Girls are big into giving their advice all the time. You know, you should break up with this guy. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's who they listen to. They're friends on guys. No one listens to anyone. The second step is the boys consuming media with the People are too sensitive, and you can't say anything anymore as themes. For these boys, they will ring true, because they're getting in trouble for nothing in their minds. This allows boys to shed the shame and replace it with anger. Again, we're almost getting it. But there's a couple things. One, this isn't something that you see a ton from kids. This is a culture war that has nothing to do with you versus your kids. There is an entire side of the country that is 50 that is 60, that is sharing this stuff. If anything, I see this less from kids because kids kind of like, people that are in their 20s, like are in college right now or even teenagers, kind of understand more of the nuance than you do, to be completely honest, of this whole thing. They sort of, whereas like, if you're 50 right now, you kind of be like, oh, people are too sensitive right now. I think most people that are a little younger than that more understand that this is like a cult and like, oh, these people are part of this thing. It's not that they're sensitive. It's that they're part of like a war and they think that no matter what, nothing should stop that war having a victory. And the truth is most people end up what their parents is. At the end of the day, most people that are born in Texas are going to probably end up voting right wing. Maybe they go through their phase of rebelling against their parents by being, yeah, mom, how about this? I'm a freaking libtard. Take that. Or, you know, some kid that's in, in New York and he's, you know, going through this phase of his edgy comedy phase, much against his mom's wishes. Maybe every kid, just like every kid back in the day was like a rapper. There was every white kid was like a rapper for a while. See, it's always people going through phases. But at the end of the day, at the 
all, all you know, when people are 50, you can generally look at it and most people kind of end up where their parents are. Most people that are religious, it's because their family was or whatever. And this might be one of the first times in history where people hate this so much, probably the same way that there was a ton of religious people that ended up like moving into, you know, New York or LA and going against that. This is one of the same thing where you have such an overreach that you have an actual generation that's gonna probably stray away from what you are. And you're looking at this like the memes are just too good ah oh, it's not you, the a lack of responsibility in the equation is you go listen for for the end of time you know since ever i've ever most people kind of ended up where their parents are but this time's different and why is that because the memes are so fucking dank right now that the kids can't help themselves and you don't see a little bit of that equation is because their mom is writing articles about how what they are doing is wrong and that makes it a little bit more attractive and who is their anger with women feminists liberals people of color what gay folks etc etc again the anger is with you a lot of times you make fun of those things and again to, to create to clump all these things in is the oldest trick in the book that they do. You want to say you're like an old, you're a woman and you're telling people what they can say and your kids are like, oh, fucking feminist moms are fucking annoying. And you go, oh, you hate women and people of color. And you're like, I didn't say anything about people of color. You hate gay people. I didn't say anything about gay people. They clump every group in so they could be like, we're together. Right, guys? Because that's like a classic women thing to do is, you know. They, they don't want to stick out. So if you're making fun of a, of a girl, it's like you're making fun of all the girls. That's why when I'm doing comedy, and this is like a rule that everyone kind of understands. If you're making fun of men, pick a, you can pick a specific guy. And you go, look at this loser. If you're making fun of women, you want to make fun of a group of women or women in general. Because if you say like, look at this woman, she looks weird. Or look at this loser. She's Everyone in the crowd will kind of be like, hey, dude, like, come on. But if you pick a guy and you're like, look at this fucking bald idiot. And everyone's like, yeah, 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 get him. Because women don't feel that way around men as much. So you can actually make fun of specific guys. But when you make fun of girls, they always, they like to, they always try to be a group. And then this is happening with this. They go, you're, we're no, we don't find like feminist nonsense annoying. It's like, you don't, oh, you like hate us and people of color. And then they make it an 80% until 80% of the world is a victimized group. Hilarious. These people hate women, liberals, feminists, people of color. Just stop speaking for everybody and you wouldn't have run into this problem. If you stopped saying, hey, gay people want this and gay people say you can't make jokes about them. Stop speaking for other groups and then maybe they wouldn't be as well. As well, They'd be less likely to be clumped in as well. Stop speaking for people. Speak for yourself. Say, hey, I'm a mother. Mothers against drunk driving. I'm mothers against offensive comedy because that's what this is. It's white mothers against offensive comedy. This isn't people of color. This isn't black guys that are against offensive comedy. This isn't gay guys. Most of the gay guys I know are pretty into like raunchy shit. So this isn't that. So have a own, own your own thing and stop trying to get cool points by it's like, no, it's not mothers against offensive comedy. It's like mothers and black guys. Yeah, we don't like it, right? Right, Jamal? We hate this shit. And Jamal's like, what are you talking about? So how about this? You stop clumping people into your opinions and stop trying to speak for everyone. And then you might find that people stop, that dumb people don't uh, blame them for your opinions that you've attributed to them when they've not asked for that. And with that, there's nobody there to dismantle the snowflake fallacy. Yeah, it's not a fallacy. It's not a fallacy. 
I mean, there is, do you, do you not see yourself and your little group of liberals? Look at anyone you know and you go, okay, what, what did they think five years ago? Like I did, I did that fat video and people are like, you know, that's something that you're not supposed to make fun of fat women. And you go, every single one of you thought fat bastard was funny seven years ago and now you don't. And you, so you don't see that you have changed a little bit in what you're allowed to, what you're allowing. So for you to go, there's this fallacy for people to point it out. I understand it's like kind of a cringe thing to be like, oh, this guy's a snowflake. And they go, we're not the snowflake, you're the snowflakes. And then you kind of, I'm not triggered, you're triggered. It gets into this dumb war and you sort of have to adapt. You're like, yeah, that's not a fun thing to call someone. You, you sound like a boomer when you call someone a snowflake. But the idea that th there's no truth to that, that people don't, aren't part of a cult where things that were funny before are unacceptable now. What is, what's the fake part? Where's the fallacy? That's 100% happening. And the idea that these people are like angry and you're like, you know, my son is angry right now and he doesn't know where to direct his anger. I'll tell you what you can do as an advice, mom. Stop making their life worse. When you tell people what to do and you go, oh, you know, we need to promote women and we need to do this. And your 13 year old son or however old he is, is living in a world in a time where it's already very difficult for teenagers. And you want to like essentially fill his head with propaganda, tell him men not to be men, not give them an outlet. You know, it's the, this is bad and this is bad. And they don't have any way to grow and become a human being. So you want a bunch of teenage boys to essentially subscribe to a philosophy whereas they're the problem, where they're an issue. And what's an issue about them? The things that they find funny. They look at something and they go, <laughs> that's funny. And you go, that was wrong. You shouldn't think that. You shouldn't feel that you should not feel any joy and your instincts are wrong. And if you, you're, you're telling people that what they're experiencing and their feelings, and it's so funny because especially for like women and stuff that are so, you know, their number one thing is like my feelings. You go, uh, you're not, you know, but I feel this way and you should be paying attention to that. And I don't disagree to a hundred percent that you shouldn't pay attention to people's feelings. It's like that idea of like, what? And it's like, I don't know. You have your girlfriend. She's like, I don't know. I, I don't, maybe I can't explain it, but I feel neglected right now. And you go, maybe she's just bad shit crazy, but maybe, you know, you kind of know what you're doing. So this idea of a kid being like, I'm angry. And you're like, well, the reason for that is because your emotions are wrong. Women of all people, <laughs> of all people in the world should be able to be, no, it's valid that you feel like that because I'm telling you that you're the problem and they don't like that. And you're telling them what they can do and how they should deal with it and how they should feel. And they go, yeah, I don't know if I like this. You want to lower them. You want to lower these people's self-esteem, fill them up with guilt at a time when things are already difficult and then tell them there's something inherently wrong with how they feel and what they find funny. Telling them to, to telling them to ignore their instincts, and then when they're mad, they go, and and then when they're mad, you go, that's wrong too. The anger you feel is wrong, and it's misplaced. What it should be placed at is the system of the patriarchy, and you go, yeah, I don't see that as my enemy right now. I don't see the system of the patriarchy telling me what to do and how to feel. And this kind of goes back to this thing. If you look at what she's saying, the gist is the other side's wrong and I'm right. And I'm not saying the other side's right. What I'm saying, I, I kind of had this, um, not 
argument, but I had a, not a dilemma. I don't know what to describe it, but there's this like pretty famous guy and he was like, we should collab together. And he was like, let's do like a video together. And he kind of wrote this thing for me. And basically the gist of it was two people arguing on both sides. And it was kind of like, you know, the truth is both people are right a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I kind of see where you're coming from. And I was like, I don't know. It didn't fit. Like I didn't, I was like, I don't know. And I, I kind of didn't get why I didn't like it. And I was like, oh yeah. Cause I'm not saying both sides are right. I'm saying both sides are stupid. <laughs> like my, if I was to make that video, I wouldn't be like, you know what? Feminists are right. And you know, and the police are right. You know, and the blue lives matter. People are right. You know, blue lives matter. People are right. And feminists are right. The protesters were all a little bit right. And I'm like, no, it's not my point. People are idiots. You're an idiot. And anyone who's like, you know, Mr. Church family guys kind of probably got some ridiculous beliefs as well. So this idea that you're right and everyone else is wrong. And she says, these boys are being set up. It's a setup. And nobody seems to notice this happening. Everyone notices this happening except for people in your cult. Everyone has noticed that people are sick of like mainstream garbage and this stuff and they've started to look for entertainment elsewhere. <laughs> they started to listen to people and they started to find podcasts elsewhere because they hate it. And you're like, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like we have blinders on for when it comes to people leaving and listening to people that are saying the opposite of us. Yeah, you do. That is very accurate. And again, you're noticing what's happening finally, but you're not really realizing that the problem is not because not because your idea, your bulletproof ideas of how to get things done by bossing people around. But in in fact, it's the opposite. There's this underground railroad of dang ass memes. And that's really the whole issue here. They need to start censoring memes on the Internet. Boy, would she love that. An organization of governments. I'm a meme censors here. Meme busters. You are asking for complete ideological submission to your philosophy. Yeah, there's going to be a bit of a backlash, sister. <laughs> Sorry. And of course, moms like me who stalk their son's social media. That's who else notices. People are on the putting together quite the case, Miss Schroeder. Great detective work. Notice the correlation between you yelling at them and them acting up. You hating something and them wanting to do it more. You there with the yarn. You got yarn on the wall and there's Ben Shapiro and Milo Yiannopoulos. And then you have a picture of you yelling at your son. And you go, I've noticed this correlation that when mothers yell at their sons for what what and tell them what to do they seem to like it more by George I feel like I'm on to something no one notices this kids don't see nuance yet the kids aren't as stupid as you think truth is kids have more of a moral compass than you think and they know the difference between jokes and being serious and you need to let them go through that you don't have a fully functional adult by telling them what to do and not letting them go through phases. It's just like you want someone that's 14 to not experiment with any ideas. Now, be, anyone who has a, a, a fundamental philosophy has sort of tried on the other ones and seen how it fits. You, so every kid's trying on 15 different personalities before they finally figure out who they are. And you go, well, you can skip all of that because I found the one that works. Unfortunately, that's not how men are convinced of things. They usually like to know why they're thinking what they're thinking. 
And I'm not saying, like, if you have a kid that's, like, throwing up N-word memes on fucking Facebook every day, that that's something that you should be like, yeah, you're the man, dude. Honestly, that rules. Obviously, yeah, that's what a parent does. Kids do shit like that, and then, or whatever. You know, kids get in trouble and do stuff they're not supposed to do, and then you tell them it's wrong. But the problem is you don't want to tell them it's wrong. That's the issue. You want to say, ah, it's not that I'm wrong. I'm right, and you are brainwashed. Because you don't want to own up to have to being the moral authority because you know it's not a fun position to be. And I think a lot of people are struggling with that. It's like they want so badly to be part of the good guys, but they also don't want to be a dweeb. These are often boys from a progressive or moderate families, but their online behavior and viewing habits are often ignored. You have no proof of that whatsoever. It could be just as much people from Texas. It could be just as much people from all walks of life. You have absolutely no evidence or proof that there are more kids from progressive households starting to get into like what you would consider a problematic content. Here's an early red flag. If your kid says triggered as a joke, (laughs) referring to sensitive people, he's already exposed and he's been on his way. Telling your mom she's triggered is fucking hilarious. (laughs) You're just triggered, mom. If you're a kid and your mom's like, listen, you can't make those jokes. And you go, mom, you're triggered. You're just a freaking libtard, mom. that, That is hilarious. I can imagine, oh my God, how much that would bug your mom. Listen, I don't like to say triggered. It just reminds me of like the edgy comedy that I go, I always say this. It's when the people are like all these, you know, it's like there's people right now that are kind of like doing park comedy shows and they're like, a lot of them are kind of, they're, they're basically ambushing people on the park doing these comedy shows and then people get really mad and then they get in fights and they're like, these people are just too triggered. I'm like, I don't know, dude, me and Danny are always talking about like, I'm a little bit on the side of someone at the park. If you're walking through the park and someone's like, so I'm raping this bitch with a knife and everyone's like, and, and then and then the person gets mad and you're like, you're triggered. That's like kind of like the comedy where someone has the, the, the album of their comedy is them with like the duct tape on their mouth, comedy that takes no prisoners and exposed to bad ideas does anything sound more religious than that this guy's been exposed to devil worship don't let your brother get stifled you cannot let him see these ideas they're too good just like a kid who can't be exposed to the simpsons he can't be exposed to these awful ideas and ever the idea that that that's always been the solution in what if you look back in history It is almost never the answer is the right side of history is when they started stifling speech and they go free speech. People that are doing hate speech are on the wrong side of history. And you go point to one time in history that didn't end up in a terrible situation that didn't start with like governments telling people what they could say and what they couldn't say. And the media being essentially like a propaganda arm. This there is there is almost zero times where everyone being able to speak openly led to the worst conclusions. It's completely the opposite. So are you ready for her conclusion? This is what she says. If you're getting if you're getting radicalized by memes because they're just too fucking dank, this is what she says. You want to look through his Instagram explore screens with him for memes. You want to go meme harvesting with (laughs) go meme harvesting with your son, you know, son and mom meme harvesting. I mean, listen, it's kind of the, the parent that drinks with their kid a little bit. You go, listen, if you're going to do it, I'd rather you do it here. It works for everything. You know, I, listen, if you're going to have sex, 
I just want you to do it here in front of me while I watch. And I, I grab the dick and insert it. I just want it to be done in a safe environment. You're going to pe- smoke a pack of cigarettes because you got caught smoking. And what's going to happen is you got caught looking at the wrong memes. Well, guess what? You, me and Mama are going meme harvesting, and now you're going to have to look at a whole internet full of memes. Yeah, you like that meme? Well, how about looking at every meme on 16chan with mom? How do you like that? And what you need to do is explain these underlying memes. That's what I'd love, my mom to explain me memes to me. Explain why triggered isn't a joke. Why? What a PTSD trigger is actually. Actually, triggering is this. I don't know if you know that. They, no one, No one cares. No, they don't. No one cares. You think your 16 year old son's like these memes are funny and you go, you're triggered. You go, listen, what's actually happening is that's not being triggered. Triggered is when you were in the war and then something triggers that and you get PTSD and you go, yeah, okay, shut up. <laughs> Thanks, mom. And then next time you're out with your friends, your son's going to be cured of his meme addiction. He's hanging out with his friends and they're like, look at these dank memes. Like they're going to trigger libs and you go, Oh, I'm sorry, Dan. I didn't mean, I, I don't want to have to be the one to tell you this. You might not know this, but that's not what triggering is. Triggering is actually when army people come back and they go, what, what happened to you? And you go, I, I actually spent the day meme harvesting with my mom. So I think I would know a little better about you. Miss Schroeder let us know. And you go, and the friends are all like, holy shit, dude. That thanks for the more we know. Would you mind if I spent some time with your mom? Because I would love to be enlightened by Miss Schroeder's philosophy. You want to evoke sympathy without shaming him, but remind him now that he's a good person and explain how propaganda works. You, (laughs) it's so, it's so ridiculous that these kind of people know, they think they're experts at propaganda and can't understand that they're trying to replace propaganda with their propaganda propaganda is when people use things like comedy and art and things that are funny in order to make you think a certain way and in your same thing you go evoke sympathy without all you you explain the manipulative tactics you can get so he can believe what you believe that libs are actually sick (laughs) you know being woke honestly being woke so dope i know that they're uh, giving you propaganda that it's not but i'm just going to give you a non-propaganda speech has nothing to do with propaganda do you not have a specific thing that you want him to think and if he doesn't think that you think he's wrong hmm completely different than what the memes are doing everyone that thinks what you think is brilliant and they got there from critical thinking and everyone that disagrees with you is retarded got it miss schrodes miss choder more like it that's what i would say I'd, ma- I'd be making memes calling her Miss Choder if my friend's mom. I-, I know a bunch of people as their moms like this. And the kids ended up fucking weird. There's no there's no way to exp- other than that. And there is some kids that like fought it every step of the way. Their mom didn't want them to watch The Simpsons. You know what I mean? Their mom gave them a... They have to be home before dark. They have to skateboard with their helmet on. And they either became like the worst kid in the world, getting suspended, and just full-blown rebellion... Or they became weird. And probably about 60% weird, 40% full rebellion. But there's probably more weird ones, but I'm talking about the circle of people that I hung out with. The best part about saying, remind him that he's a good person and explain him how propaganda works. Why don't you teach him to critically think about both sides? 
And that's how you would get a son that wouldn't be exposed to propaganda. You don't say, no, no, that propaganda is bad, but this propaganda is great. What you would do is you would say, show him the flaws in your logic. Be like, yeah, this is what's wrong with woke stuff and this and this. And but also like, you know, if you want to go look at these far right things, then maybe there's some problems here, too. And that's how you would teach your kid to critically think. You don't teach your kid to critically think about issues by saying, here's the 10 things you think. Guess what? I have 10 new tablets for you and no questions. Just believe them because they're the right ones because mama said so. So you don't need to think anymore. Yeah, that's how that's how. That's how you that's how you get uh, a kid to not be susceptible to propaganda. Anyone that is susceptible to your propaganda, that's probably one of the reasons why your son is so susceptible to like having his entire ideology changed to something else is because you didn't teach him how to critically think because you don't do it either. So you're like, here's the 10 things we think. And then someone else like, yeah, here's a better 10 things. You go, ah, Whereas if like you grew him up being like, yeah, question everything. That's not the person that usually ends up in a cult. You are. A lot of dirty, you know, the truth is a lot of the like dirty internet is reactionary right now. Like people like Ms. Schroeder are doing insane things and people are fighting back against the authoritarianism of that. And you're a tell, so essentially they are critiquing what you think. And you know, someone like me is doing that kind of critiquing what someone like Ms. Schroeder thinks, thinks. And you're basically explaining to him why critiquing an ideology is wrong. And is that how you get people to critically think by telling them like, hey, you know all those people that are like kind of point poking holes in my thing? You gotta stop listening to that. I know, I, listen, I know as well as anyone, the memes are based. Propaganda makes extreme points of view seem normal by small amounts of exposure over time. All for the purpose of creating people to more extreme point of views. Like the fact that it's pretty much normal for you to think that there's no biological differences between a man or a woman. Or that being 400 pounds is super hot and awesome. Is that possible? That that's, that's what it looks like when over a 10 year span you'd slowly move the goalposts to an extreme point of view? You know, for starters, a lot of people actually just find this stuff funny and like to laugh. And people that are like part of the woke shit just make such dog shit like comedy right now that people are like, oh, this is funny. That's just the fact of the matter. And then next after that is you are not going through this. It's like this idea that you're not going through this with an open mind and being like, okay, you know, that's a good point. That's this is okay. We're discussing it. You're going through with your mind made up. And this is the actual truth, Miss Schroeder. If you want your son to stop listening to fucking, you know, some of these guys that you consider the best or whatever. And I, I, I from, from my perspective, I would guess that she's talking about less about people that are comedians. Like she might be thinking about like guys like the Legion's gangs that come down. But my guess would she probably is talking about like the Ben Shapiro's of the world. That's who she thinks is a problem. And if you want your kids to stop listening to Ben Shapiro and Stephen Crowder, show up in a Ben Shapiro hat. Like straight up, mom, show up to your kid's school with a shirt that says facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> That's how you would get him to stop listening to Stephen Crowder real fucking quick. That's what you should do. You know, have a change my mind t-shirt on. Get a Stefan Molyneux tattoo and watch your kids go liberal real effing quick. That's how, you know, you should start saying, that's, you go, oh man, libs are so trigged right now. That's how you would get your kid 
to turn your kid's gonna be watching the daily show religiously before you can blink he's gonna be a communist if you showed up to your kid's school with a fax don't care about your feelings scarf on i can guarantee you that he's gonna be on dark web communist websites before you can blink <laughs> tell your son that he doesn't have to be anyone's fool at no point have you debated one point just the already thing is like yeah you're, this, this stuff's wrong we already know that so here's how to get him out of it and you're like do you don't have to be anyone's fool and you go hey mom what, what's wrong what, what's the thing that's wrong if we talk about like the gender stuff uh what's your perspective about why they're wrong and you go doesn't matter why they're wrong like, at not one point did she said debate the ideas and tell them why they're wrong. Not once. There's zero parts where she says, let's debate any of the ideas. The only thing she says is, tell them why, how these kind of ideas can seep into your head. And you're like, well, would that matter if they're right? And you go, they're not, though. And you go, prove it. No. <laughs> Teenagers have an innate drive towards independence, and once this system is exposed, they'll likely to start questioning the memes and the bloggers' intentions, but not yours. They won't question your intentions of your new philosophy that he got into at 45 years old. The new philosophy that you guaranteed uh, for 100% sure didn't think 10 years ago. So this new thing that's, you know, infiltrated every part of every institution that you're all in on, he's not going to question that. But he'll start questioning the bad, the bad guy memes that are making, you know, sexist jokes on the internet because it's funny because it tr triggers their mom. <laughs> Tell them you're always there, not judging. To look at the content and to try to spot the lie, no judgment. So basically, confession. If you want to come to your mom and be like, "Mom, I have sinned. I laughed at this dank ass meme. Can you help me? Can you help me, father, mother?" Can you please help me discuss what's wrong about this meme? Mom, can, you know what you tell them to? I would love to just take her up on this. Like, Mom, can you watch 80 hours of Alex Jones with me and start pointing out the problem? Okay, now let's do Sean King. And you're like, well, no need because he's perfect. <laughs> he nailed it. Never speak his name in vain. Sean King nails it 100% of the time, every time. But, Mom, oh, Alex Jones is live streaming again for another 11 hours, if you don't mind watching and pointing out the problems with him. <laughs> and the truth is, I kind of empathize with someone like this, because... I, I get why it would suck so much if you really believe this. If you think all of this stuff and and in your mind, your son's like becoming a Nazi. Like that's how you actually see it. Like that would suck. But when you say when you say you're gonna look through this content with no judgment, you've already made all the judgments. So it's like you're saying, Oh, I know this stuff is so great and you're susceptible to this. And that's the issue. But you're actually not looking at this honestly. And that is the big difference between a lot of this stuff. And I always, I, me and Paul, Paul Thompson talk about this a lot. The idea that there's a lot of, there's a lot of these comics that will have a bad set and just be like, oh, the audience is fucking stupid. And it's like, I never do that. Whenever I have a bad set, like I think about it a lot. You know, if I do something and it like really bombs or if I, if I make something and it's got like a lot of criticism, even if it's both ways, I, I, I think about that like a ton. And sometimes I change my mind. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I say, you know what? Maybe I, maybe I've said that in too harsh of a way for what the point was. Like, potentially, what I was saying was too aggressive for an aggressive way of saying it, and I, like, housed it differently. Or maybe, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong on, like, where that point sits in terms of, like, the cultural zeitgeist and people's standardized opinions. And, and sometimes maybe I'm just wrong about the point. And I think about those things, like, a ton. I go, 
am I just, it was that like, am I taking the wrong position on this? And what are my intentions? Like you think you sort of evaluate yourself. And I do that like a ton. And then you go a lot of times when you look and I, there's people on both sides that kind of do this. They're like evaluating, like, am I wrong on this? And that is the difference between the people that are indoctrinated and people that are not like, I can't imagine someone that's writing this article ever sitting down and being like, Hey, is it possible that some of this stuff I'm wrong about? Is it possible I'm the bad guy? And I'm honest to God, that's what usually separates the people that are the bad guys and not the bad guys. And until, so I, I get why this sucks for you to just have the answers. You got it all figured out. You don't, you're like, God's there. If you do this stuff, you go to hell. If you do this stuff, you go to woke hell, which is, you know, Twitter jail. <laughs> and you've already got it figured out and your kid's like, yeah, fuck that. And you go, the ants, we already have the answers. We don't need to discuss this. So I get her position, but it doesn't make you right. It makes you <laughs> sheep. That was my sheep noise. <laughs> Ms. <laughs> Ms. Schrodork. I can't imagine you actually saying, I can't imagine anyone ever saying like, you know, hey, mom, why is it better for me? And why is it better that they're doing subsidies to make sure that there's more engineers. Why is, why should we think that someone's like, that's 500 pounds is beautiful. Like why, why is that good? And your mom would be like, we just know it is. It's great to think everyone's beautiful. And you go, yes, yeah, not really making sense to me though. And your mom goes, it doesn't have to make sense. It's uh, the 1984. I talked about that on the Patreon, but when two plus two equals five, and that's what James Gordon, he started that thing. It's like, these people think two plus two equals five. And <laughs> there's someone responded being like, well, actually it like kind of can equal five. And there's like, they have this philosophy that they've subscribed to that it actually doesn't have to equal four and numbers can equal whatever they want to be. And there's like this big, long, whatever nonsense philosophy to get there. And you're like, man, that's so, so funny. And just outwardly saying, you know, two plus two doesn't equal, doesn't have to equal four and not seeing any problem with that. You can also watch political comedy shows with him, like Trevor Noah, John Oliver, and talk about with your son about what makes the jokes funny. <laughs> Who are the butt of the jokes? And do they punch up or down? Mom approved comedy. You know, tell him why the comedians that you, that he, why he listens to the boys cast and finds that funny, but show him why Trevor Noah is actually funny. Where are the butt of the jokes? You! That's why the point of the joke shouldn't be me. Lib, lib mom, libtard mom, mom approved comedy. This is why it's funny. Imagine if, if a mom ever said, if I, if I ever heard someone, they go, you know what? I used to be into these other comedians, but then my mom sat me down and showed me the boys cast and showed me that that was funny and told me why the jokes were right morally. I would quit doing this tomorrow. I hope to God no one found out about the boys cast from their mom. <laughs> these moms have no idea. It's like these, there's an entire generation of people that are they're so feminine. They have no concept of what it's like to be a man. It's no concept of what it's like to be like a teenage boy. And they're like, here's the approved list of people that you can make fun of. Imagine being in high school where you have like a group of friends and there's 10 people and everyone's making fun. And you're like, my mom told me I can't use these type of jokes. And it's like, and you're just getting annihilated. Like if this mom lasted, took 10 minutes in like a teenage boy's body and had to go to school with her list of, I can't say this and I can't say this. And he's just getting annihilated. And he's like, oh, I can't make fun of the black guy. Cause he's black. So I just have to take it. And he's just, just getting beat up every day. And you go, 
she would just be like, she would just come back, take like her guy haircut off and <laughs> whatever the bodysuit, and then be like, "Whoa, I was wrong." Yeah, you know what? Make fun of whatever you want to. I didn't know it is a jungle out there for teenage boys. I had no idea what it was like. And mom approved comedy is telling them that their political ideology is wrong by showing them a bunch of <laughs> by a bunch of comedians that have a specific political agenda. This is now this is comedy. And you go, "Well, what about that? That isn't that comedy?" No. Then why did I laugh? You just don't know any better yet. My body messaged me and he was like, I was hanging out with my, his friends. And there was like some woke girl there and there was like 10 of them hanging out and him and his friends were doing like a Jewish impression and the girl messaged him the next day and she goes, I didn't say anything and I'm ashamed of myself for not speaking up, but I just want to say we as a society need to move past that and you doing that Jewish impression was very, very problematic and blah, blah. And he sent it to me and be like, can you believe this? And I go, leave it on scene. Don't argue with those people because they'll, first of all, they'll screenshot it and dox it, but it's like, avoid those people, kick them out of your life. Don't ever engage with that unless you absolutely have to because there's no problem. There's no point. These people are cooked. There's like the media so cooked now too. I saw there was this uh, story where there was a white guy and he was naked and he like killed someone or created a crime and he was running from the cops and then the cop like obviously didn't want to like tackle him because he's naked it took him a long time so basically there's like a minute a minute version of this white naked white guy running around while the cops are chasing him and then the when you see that you're like that's a pretty funny video and then they eventually arrested him and he got charged and now he's like in jail and the, all these media outlets like 20 of them released this video as if this guy was black, he'd be dead. And that's what they say. I go, that this is what their opinion is. Is like, this is a, a proof of racism because there's a white guy that didn't die. You're like, he didn't even die. Like, well, there's black people in jail right now. They were caught by the cops and they didn't die. So all it takes is for a white guy to not die for you to be like, eh, there's more proof. Just... Every, like, is there anything that you can't find that you add to your narrative? <laughs> a white guy didn't die. He wasn't even murdered. Look, he, can you believe this? Cops did their job. That's the story. The cops, yeah, caught him. And then, yeah, now he's in jail. That's the story. There's nothing more to it. You, I know that you have your shallow owl oppression goggles where you see that, you know, you like a guy holding an apple and you put the goggles on. You see, I see oppression. And you're like, no, that's just an apple. You see a cop's catching a naked guy and you see ah, proof of racism. Quite a stretch. Miss Schroeder style. Show them that progressive comedy isn't about being politically correct. It's about exposing oppressive systems, which is the farthest thing from safe. Yeah, your mom likes it. It's her favorite comedian. It's safe. Don't know how to break that to you. And this is why they don't like it. They can smell up from a mile away what you're saying. Teen Vogue knows real comedy. Yeah, Teen Vogue's list of comedians. Now that's real comedy. Not the stuff that's going viral independently of a big Hollywood push. Not the stuff that's been shoved down our throats. The stuff that's been shoved down our throats is real comedy. You're involved in an impressive system against them. You don't understand that? Your teenage boys are rebelling and you are the oppressive system on them. And you go, no, there's only one oppressive system and it's called the patriarchy. And there ain't nothing cooler than fighting that with mom. 
Ask your son, who is more of a delicate snowflake? The person who gets offended by racism, sexism, and wants to stop it, or the person who's offended by saying happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas? That's not kids. And both of those things are fucking lame. That's not fucking 14-year-old kids that are like, we used to be able to say happy holidays. They weren't even there for that. This is 50-year-olds who watched the world change, and they don't like it. That's who says that stuff, and they're figuring out how to, you know, they're trying to find a way to combat it, and that's what they came up with. Both of those things are lame. And you're like, yeah, I'm not lame. They're lame. No, you both are. Both are fucking dorky. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not a snow... Uh, that I'm... Oh, I'm sorry that I'm a snowflake for fighting racism. Everyone's heard this position. Any kid that's on the internet, like, listening to edgy memes or whatever, has heard that position. They've heard Trevor Noah say that. This idea that you're like, have you checked out Trevor Noah? And everyone's like, who? And you, go, you show him and they go, holy shit, this changes everything. They've seen it. He's on billboards. He's on every channel. What are you... He's everywhere. These people, these aren't fringe opinions. You go, you should tell them that the real, that, you know, there's, a, there's something called, I'll tell you what's badass, fighting racism. And they go, you know, I've, I've heard that take. That's like uh, one of the main tenets is that like, yeah, we're also like sick for fighting against sexism. We're like the cool kids. You're not though. And they've also heard that position. I'm, well, and the last sentence says, I'm lucky that my kids are smart and have a smart, critical, progressive dad who isn't afraid to call bullshit when he sees it. This guy's a real man. But I've seen so many white boys falling prey to this system, so beware. That's because you only know white people. Anyone who has, like, a multicultural friend group and knows, like, how many how many friends do you know that have black kids? I would love to know, Miss Schroeder. <laughs> Zero. That's how many. You don't understand other people. You go, I only see white boys. Yeah, that's because you only know them. You only know white people. Like, you're a New York City liberal that writes up for a blog. You don't have a bunch of friends that aren't that. I can imagine that your friend group isn't, like, single mothers in Harlem. That would be my guess. Anyone who is in the video game community, I know tons of guys that are, like, black video game guys, and they were into the dirty dog meme shit. So the moral of the story is, dude, your mom's fucking fried. That would suck, you know. And to the mom understand why people in your life think the way they do or are you just going to push them away you got to budge on some of your tenants or your kid is going to fully leave you like a religious kid that becomes a fucking porn cam girl <laughs> fuck you dad that's what you're going to get you actually are going to that's that's how you are going to get this this kid's going to rebel so much that he's actually going to become the grand wizard and you're going to be like it was the internet and you go nah it wasn't the internet miss schroeder it was you all along. Must be nice to have such a simplistic worldview, though. To just see everything like that. Me and half of the country have the right opinions, and anyone who disagrees with us is f prey to propaganda. And people especially that don't agree with both sides. What if you think they're bad and you're also bad, Ms. Schroeder? What, what do you think about that? Is that, a, is that a problem? You're like, that's no good either. I would have to imagine that she says that. I went to the Trump rally, and I'm going to wrap up kind of soon, but I went to the, I went to film at Union Square, and there was the Trump rally. It's getting hilarious. Half the people there were like, this is out of control. They, they go, first of all, they're going, 
comrade this and comrade that, and we need to fight against the capitalist society. And everything was about being a so you know. And they're like, the only reason we need Biden, he is a white oppressor that is part of the system as well. But he has one thing that Trump doesn't have. He's not Donald Trump. <laughs> there was a people because I was kind of bugging people in the thing, and I went to talk to people, and some people were like, even I was kind of like, I'll make fun of this guy. And there was a lot of reasonable people there that were like, yeah, I was like a Bernie guy. This is a lot. Yeah, I don't really agree with what those speakers were saying. There was like four speakers. Two of them were trans and the one was yelling, I have a right to exist and these cops want me murdered. These police are murderers. And there was like 10 cops there and they're like, I mean, there's like black cops being like, yeah, I'm literally here trying to like make sure your event runs safely. <laughs> People are just kind of over it. And the best part is they go, it was very much like a, a kind of like a high school rap battle where they go, anyone who's seen flyers for this event, anyone who's seen any advertisements for this event, they cost money. So we need you to donate. It's like, this is a political movement where they're like begging for change so they can make flyers to put up. <laughs> it's like, you guys got to do better than that. Get some corporate sponsor. Talk to George Soros. But if you're looking, if you're, if your movement that's going to tear down society and rebuild a communist structure can't afford flyers, I think you got bigger problems. Anyways, please follow the new channel. The Boys Cast has grown. It has become a successful podcast. We're on the charts and stuff. Now, please just follow the new page. Support me on patreon.com slash the boys cast. Catch me, you know, buy tickets to my show in uh, Rhode Island with Justin Silver. Video every Monday. I'm putting street interviews up every week or two. We're popping over here. Thank you for supporting the boys cast. I've been Brian Long. Peace. Oh, we are never, never.